Welcome to this week's episode of My Big Gay Podcast with me, Benji. <laughs> and me, Brad. Giving you the life, the loves and lows of living in London. Two gays, one city. What, what could, could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong? Well, I don't really know what else could go wrong because we've literally <laughs> spent the last hour and a half trying to get Brad's Wi-Fi to work because he doesn't even know the difference between a 2G connection and a 5G connection. <laughs> Look, I've told you this. Me and technology do not go hand in hand. I'm not even joking. I just had to sort of semi-hack into <laughs> semi <laughs> hack into his um, Wi-Fi hub to change all the settings. But don't worry, we're here now, and it's been quite funny in the process. I mean, we've had a little gig, haven't we? But good things come to those who wait. Oh, don't offer them too much now. <laughs> <laughs> it's disappointment from here on in. <laughs> that is literally like a date with Brad. It, it peaks at you've matched, and then it goes downhill from there. <laughs> well speaking of dates we actually had some lovely responses from our episode last week about dating and dating life and your do's and don'ts for dating yeah we had lots of people write in saying they've now (laughs) changed their profile i mean remember this is purely my opinion (laughs) and i am single so (laughs) it's not going great (laughs) it's hey it's going according to the plan (laughs) the master plan of benji (laughs) yeah exactly thank you um but no it was really nice to have that feedback and especially the bit about um, making sure that you stay safe out there so yeah appreciate all the kind words that have come through. Um, but I do have a, a tiny funny thing to tell you that that happened this week. Um, it's like a, it's a classic thing that I think would only happen to me. Go on. So in, in, in speaking of, you know, just being safe and et cetera. So I went, as I normally do, my regular routine checks to the clinic. Oh no. What have you got this time? <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> I won't bring up Pikachu triggered. Um, but yeah, so I went to the clinic, you know, just it honestly, literally is just a routine thing. There's nothing wrong, etc. And I was there sat waiting, you know, to go in, etc. And uh, I hear this voice call my name. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Oh, some sounds very familiar. Perhaps I've just had this this uh, doctor before. I mean, they're not actually doctors, although they're sort of volunteers, but this person before. Uh-huh. And as they came down the corridor to call my name, I stood up and went round the corner to look, and you'll never guess who started working at the clinic. It's my ex-boyfriend. Oh, wonderful. Is he like, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, it was more like, a, oh, I wondered if it was going to be you. I mean, I don't know how many of the people there are with my first son's surname with the exact same date of birth, and he definitely knows when I'm born. But uh-huh. anyway, so anyway, for the next 45 minutes, I'd sit in a room with, well, it felt like 45 minutes anyway, sit in a room with him, tell him about my sort of sexual life over the past three months. Um, if I was dating anyone, uh, how many people I'd sort of slept with um, whilst he took blood. Oh my goodness. So at first, when you said um, he called your name, I thought he was just like behind reception. I didn't realise he actually did your test as well. Yeah. So were you like, sexual encounters over the last three months, zero. <laughs> Dating, history, 
Still single. <laughs> literally, literally, there's no way I've got anything. It's impossible. I've been social distancing for literally the last five years. So, <laughs> um, and how did you leave it? Did you like? Were you like nice to see you? Kiss on the cheek, quick blowy for old time's sake. No, none of the above. It was more like, a, cool. You got everything you need. Great. And he was like, yeah, so you'll get a text from the system automatically. I'm like, yep, no problem. <laughs> that was him basically saying, I'm not going to message you after this. And that was me just approving the fact that I didn't want to hear from him. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. Oh, wow. But they also, they ask this question where like, if you say that you're sexually active, they ask what role you play within the bedroom. And <laughs> he asked the question and then he answered it himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why do these things happen to me? Like, it was just, I was like, do I need to be here? You could literally fill out this entire form. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh god! Anyway, what are you drinking? I am drinking. Well, after the, <laughs> the the issues of last week and drinking red wine, <laughs> I am drinking back to my usual a cranberry and gin. Oh, fruity, nice, nice. Yeah, what about you? Um, this week I am drinking rosé wine. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> I am drinking a rosé wine. <laughs> Try and make it sound a bit more, you know, zhuzhy than what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. You definitely took the note of making it zhuzhy. Fucking <laughs> okay, yeah. That's us ever getting sponsors for rosé wine in the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to cross that off the list right now. <laughs> Echo Falls, nope. <laughs> other wines are available <laughs> oh bloody hell anyway what what about your week well i've actually got a little story to tell you about what i got up to this week right now i know you're actually not going to believe this and i know you're going to be like oh my goodness you didn't need to do that but i might have treated myself and got a bit of work done this week what and like your house <laughs> <laughs> no i've got some botox oh Brad, you don't need to get Botox is what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Shove it all in. (laughs) Fill that face right up. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? I've never had it done before. My first time, my first experience of getting it done. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, so I don't know whether I should be offended or not by this. um, It was a present from a friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it you <laughs> I can't even somebody bought you Botox as a gift yeah for my birthday last year yeah well, happy birthday you need a facelift <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday you look like absolute shit let's sort oh, that God, out for long crying <laughs> oh my gosh sorry so we cashed in your voucher (laughs) yeah you went down the clinic yeah i went to the doctors and had botox for the first time now to be honest 
And now you're probably just going to throw shade at me regardless. I actually think I look all right for my age. So I'm 33. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend clearly doesn't. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know, I knew he was going to laugh at this. You are actually crying right now. I can see you. I'm really full on crying. (laughs) So yeah, I... uh, I don't think I needed it, but um, my friend also gets it done. And that's why he was like, oh, I've got you a voucher as well. Uh, and he, mm-hmm. lo- he looks great. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't think I need it. He was like, no, I don't think you need it either, but it's a preventative. Have you heard people say that to you before about Botox? I mean, I have I have heard that as a sales technique to hit the younger <laughs> market that have excess money, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, I went and got some done. But I did get everything done. So basically, um, my, the, the voucher was for around the eyes and my forehead right and i said i don't want the forehead done because i don't think i need it and um i don't want to be like you know no expressions mm-hmm. so i just got it just done around the eyes instead and i do think it's like actually looked looks good like it's got rid of the like kind of crow's feet that i had like in my eyes not that there was loads of it but yeah it definitely looks smoother right <laughs> what do you think i think you look great <laughs> I mean, your camera's broken, so I can't really see you right now. But um, do you know what? As long as you're happy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for anyone who might not be uh, sure what Botox is, basically it's something that you inject into your muscles and it stops the muscle working for about four to six months. So essentially, I had three injections around each eye and it stops these muscles around the eye working, um, so therefore you don't get the, the wrinkles. But it does wear off after about four to six months. So how's it preventative if it wears off? Because for those four to six months, that muscle's not working, and therefore that skin's not being like used, and therefore the wrinkle isn't happening. Uh-huh. And it was super fast. I was in and out in like five minutes, right? Yeah, six injections, three round each eye, uh, just around like the bottom part. And what they do is they ice it. So they had like an ice cube. They pop it on the place and then they quickly inject and then ice jet, ice jet. And uh, yeah, I haven't done within five minutes. Gosh, modern medicine these days. An ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like when you take people to get their ears pierced and they put like an apple behind it to soak up the blood. It's like, come on, do you not have anything better? <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, you feel good about it? Yeah, I um, I think I might get it done again, like in a year or two's time. Yeah, I think you should. And more of it. Get more in. Pump it in. Pump it in. Come on, let's pump it up and let's get some filler. <laughs> let's get, <laughs> what else can we put in there? Personality injection. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take anything. <laughs> no, it is interesting, though, because I've not had anything done surgically at all no and i must say and i'm gonna be nice for a second your skin does look really good and you don't have that many wrinkles like you do look really young for your age i actually didn't have any wrinkles yeah when i have my resting bitch face <laughs> um, it's because i have a really good skincare regime i use this amazing skincare brand which i won't plug right now <laughs> but it's uh it's really good and all natural yeah i mean for someone who runs their own skincare company then yes you should have good skin to promote your business <laughs> who me <laughs> i mean if you need a fresh face for all your new products i know someone who's got a bit of botox done and looks glowing right now yeah, you're beyond help. <laughs> you need like a face peel. <laughs> 
which face is what you know the question is. <laughs> um no, so I I've never had any of any of it done, but I do have a very dear friend of mine who has had bit in fact, actually now I say that, I've got quite a lot of friends have had work, be it Botox, I have had friends that have had filler, they've had their lips done, uh-huh. uh, nose jobs, ears stapled, hair plugs, chin done, cheeks done. Gosh, actually, now I think about it, a lot of people my age have had a lot of work done. Wow, that is actually a lot. I mean, what, your, your chin done? Is it like double chin? No, they had like an implant into their chin to make it bigger, like their actual oh. the tip of their chin bigger. Oh, wow. You know, because some people feel they don't really have a chin that kind of goes face, face, neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got like this... Um, well, I think it's just an implant that goes under the skin. Um, and yeah, I had friends that had ears that were too, that he felt they've stuck out too much, so he had them pinned back. Uh-huh, yeah, I know someone who's had that done before. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. So out of all those friends of yours that you've said have had surgery done before, what's the ratio in terms of uh, male identifying to non-binary to female identifying? Um, I would say it's mainly... No, actually, I think it's more of my male identifying friends. Really? I think they've had more work done, yeah. Actually, now I think about it, only one of my female friends has had it more than once. And the, my male friends have had quite a bit done. But they say it's addictive, don't they? Um, I can see how, because, yeah, I definitely um, have noticed the difference with my Botox. And then since getting it done, when I've been out and about, I've not told many people at first. And people that didn't know I had it done were like oh, you look really great. Like, you've done something different to your skin. Like, you look really glowing. I was like, oh, if that's because I've had a bit of Botox, I do feel a bit, like, kind of fresh and stuff. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe it did create, like, a physical change, but maybe it made me feel more confident. So, I was like, I don't know, walked a bit taller that day. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's why I'm like, oh, I think I would consider getting some more done, like, later on down the line, for sure. Disclaimer, Botox does not make you taller. <laughs> Also, I love that everyone said these lovely things to you, even though when I first saw you, I was like, oh, mate, your eyes looking a bit puffy. Are you feeling all right? (laughs) (laughs) It's the Botox. (laughs) No, Botox doesn't like fill out your face. That's the filler and Botox are different. So Botox just freezes the muscle and stops the wrinkles. Uh huh. But the thing is, I would say that it's not addictive in the sense that you want to get it done loads, loads of times. I think it then makes you look on other parts of your body that you can change. Because like, ah, uh, yeah, you've already spoken quite openly about your hair. You, you weren't happy with your hair, so you had a hair transplant. Mm-hmm. Now your friend wasn't happy with your crow's feet, so you've had Botox done. <laughs> like, what's the next? What's the next thing? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I haven't really thought about anything next. I could give you some suggestions if you like. <laughs> oh, so if I do have a complex, do you know what it's all down to? You. You know what? Don't joke about complexes because on this week's episode, we are talking about body image. And actually, Botox and all these surgeries, it all kind of goes full circle to body image things or things that were installed in us when we were younger. So we will be talking all about body image problems after this short break. <music> That's right, podcasters. This week we're talking about body image. Stop relying on that body. Body, body, body. Yeah. Do you know what? It's something that I've wanted to sort of touch on for a while. I know you know that I have quite strong opinion. I mean, I think I maybe have, from doing this podcast, I've realized that I have strong opinions <laughs> on quite a few things. Um, but I think this, this is a really big one. And I think over the last couple of years and we've still got a few years to go we've had like a big shift on 
especially in the gay community, um, on how like body image is perceived. Yes. Um, but I wanted to hear like your points of view on the whole matter. Like, have you experienced problems with that? Have you ever been like, do you ever feel like you've been shamed for the way that you look or the way that you don't look or your friends have or like mm. just, yeah. Oh God. I mean, there is a lot to talk about this and I know we've spoken about stuff off air as well in the past. Mm. So I've been doing a bit of research into this anyway. And I found this article that basically spoke about um, a certain kind of aesthetic or look that gay men in particular, gay men aspire to look like and that dating apps particularly ones that are very sort of sexual based like grinder where it is about like kind of a, a sexual attraction um and that's kind of in um about how sort of grinder is very much all about like the body image and the look of your profile mm. now for me i don't have any topless pictures on any apps and I'm, i don't really do nudes and all that kind of stuff anyway and i looked on grinder to see oh is it a lot of like body focused um, pictures mm-hmm. on, on online and very much like that toned athletic look and there is a fair bit of that but not as much as this article was making out but maybe that just depends on the area that you're in potentially I don't know what what do you find in when you go on Grindr and, and the profiles I think it it really depends on the area like you're obviously in Clapham and if I've ever opened apps in Clapham I do feel like there is a, a very particular branded look that you have to fit into in that area. Do you think? A hundred percent. I was talking to this guy a couple of weeks ago and we was like chatting. We matched on um, Tinder going really well, like having really, really good bands. Um, and he's sort of like, where do you live in London? I was like, oh, Southwest. And he said, oh, what? Like Clapham. And I said, oh no, but I, I really wish that I lived <laughs> on the common, not because of the bushes, but <laughs> because I love the grass here and I've got a dog, et cetera. And he was like, oh my gosh, I literally couldn't think of anywhere worse to live than in Clapham. And I asked him why. And he said, because the gay scene there is so toxic. He was like, you have to look a particular way. You have to go to the gym. You have to like go to these topless parties. Like he said, it's just... And he's he's actually a really athletically like good looking, well built person, mm. but he just hates the fact that that there's such a there's such a pressure on it. Like he looks that way because he enjoys the gym. It's not because he feels he has to. And I just thought it was a really good point. And actually, yeah, I think wherever you are in the UK and you open Grinder, you do find a particular ilk of people can i say that i think i probably can yeah i think you're right actually and now that you've said that this does bring remind me of a little story so in the flat opposite mine in this little like area that i live in obviously you know they have sex parties there sometimes yep i'm aware <laughs> i mean fuming that i've never even been invited <laughs> <laughs> you haven't <laughs> even i've been invited <laughs> <laughs> but I know when they're going on because suddenly within like, you know, like 50 meters apart from me, there'll be all these like topless grinder profiles. Right. And I just know that they're having like a big sex party. And it's all that same look actually now that you've said that. Mm-hmm. The very six pack muscles, uh, that kind of very mass masculine stereotype look. So you are right. There is uh, quite a lot of that that does go on in London, particularly the Clapham area. Yeah. But I want to ask you, Brad, if you feel like you've ever been treated differently for the way that you look. Now, I'm not saying that you look a particular way. I'm not saying you look incredible. I'm not saying you look bad. I'm saying how you feel that you look. Do you ever feel that you've been treated a certain way because of it? 
In general, no, I would say. Now, that's not to say that I don't necessarily have sort of um, my own insecurities on my body. As you know, Mm. I've uh, got my hair transplant done and I very much am enjoying like doing this Botox thing. So clearly I feel like I want to look a certain way or at least sort of keep my kind of youthfulness. Um, I have obviously been told on Grindr before, if I've messaged someone, they've replied back and be like, sorry, not my type. But I, 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 that's never necessarily come across as a, because of my body, because I don't have any sort of naked pictures of my body anyway. There's no topless pictures. So I don't necessarily think it's because of my body. And it's just a, maybe a certain way I look like, I don't know. Like I'm, I wouldn't say like I'm overly uh, feminine or overly masculine. I think I'm very sort of like in that middle area. I don't have like massive, massive muscles, but also I know I'm not like um, very slim and twinky looking either. So I kind of feel like I feel in like a bit of a no man's land area in terms of like, well, what would my category be? If that makes sense. Uh huh. And I think actually that's the point I'm trying to get at. Get at. I don't know why we have to put ourselves in these categories. The gay community flies the flag for like equality and love everyone as they are. And then all of a sudden you open up an app and you have to choose what tribe you're on and what group you're with and then what group you're looking for. And I just think it's so backwards and twisted and it gives off such a mixed message. And I don't care so much for my generation. We're old enough to understand it. We've been through it. We get the game. But for young people entering into this world like I just think it's such an added pressure and I'm, I'm really happy that you don't feel that you've ever been treated differently for the way that you look but I know so many people that definitely definitely have been and like turned away from parties because they don't look good looking enough I know oh. of this um this like uh I don't really know I don't really know how to describe it it was a private event at an all-male sauna I think I can call it I think I can go that far uh, in London uh-huh. and you, it was invitation only. And on the invite, it said, it literally said must wear speedos or nothing must have a six pack, no fat people. Oh, wow. And literally listed all this that you couldn't be if you wanted to go. And this was literally within the last, yeah, you know, like I said, like last six months to a year. And I was just like, fuck, like, and I got sent this invite by a friend like John Carm, and I was like, "No, absolutely not!" Like I, I couldn't think of anything worse than going to a place where all these people are like, "Yeah, I fit all this box, fantastic," and a venue that would happily turn people away because of the way they look. Like mm. I just, oh, it, it, it actually makes me incredibly angry. Um, now, having said that, there are loads of parties that go on where they encourage all sorts of body types, and that's so great. But I don't know why we have to have separate parties for that particular look okay well then same question to you what do you think about the kind of body image particularly in the gay society and where do you think you might fit in such a good question um i have been through (laughs) so many different body types obviously i went to college i got really fit for years so i've been i was like really muscly like my arms i can build quite quickly like i've been that end and i've then also then being the end where I just haven't been to the gym for like two years and I don't really care because I'm focusing on other things. And I definitely feel a different vibe with the way I'm treated at places, a hundred percent. Uh-huh. Um but also like what something that I find it kind of irritates me a little bit. And I know a lot of people that listen to this may think, oh, he's just irritated by it because 
he doesn't look that way. And I guarantee you, this is not me like flying my woe is me flag because I don't have an eight pack that you could sort of smash glass on. <laughs> it, 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 re- it really isn't. But I do get annoyed when I go into shops that are specifically there for gay people. Like imagine that years ago, like they fought and fought and fought for us to have our gay rights. Uh-huh. So we could have shops dedicated to the LGBT community and as soon as we get those shop windows, we whack in mannequins that have these shredded bodies, massive muscles, humongous bulges in whatever underwear they're wearing on, on them. Like, I just think it's so, I don't even know the word. I just, it, it, it pisses me off so, so much that we've come so far for acceptance of who we are, that we're now trying to brand ourselves as something. And if you don't fit that brand, then you're not really a good, good enough gay person. Yeah, I totally hear you. And I, I witnessed that firsthand. We went into a sex shop once together, didn't we? Just being nosy. <laughs> being nosy, whatever. Brad is picking up supplies, don't lie. <laughs> I might have picked up a few little things on the way. Herpes. <laughs> the clap <laughs> i wish <laughs> um no but i remember you saying like look at all the mannequins brad and they are just all the same it's all the same look i'm like yeah you're right and it's odd because on the on the racks like whether it's singlets or thongs or, or jocks or whatever you know it goes from like small medium large extra large like different sizes of those things in stock but yeah. they're just displaying in the window the like the the fit toned athletic mannequins yeah it's an interesting one and then if you then if you really look into it which my mind does you look around and obviously it's a sex shop they have loads of phallic things but they're not just phallic things they're fucking humongous like throbbing penises they're like 12 inch long like it's just not natural and i just think me if i was walking past one of these places like as an 18 year old and went in i'd be so terrified The thing is, this topic is so broad, we could probably chat for hours on it, but what would be interesting is to hear from your point of views, our listeners, on what you think on body image in the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, I mean, listen to us talking about all heavy subjects. Season one, two and three, it was like, oh, which <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Queen have you slept with? And who did you ghost this week, Benji? Now we're like, bam, body image, let's go. <laughs> but we do think it's important to talk about these things. And we did say that season four was going to be slightly different, but don't worry, it's still full of fun gags and hilarious stories from Brad's unfortunate life. But anyway, more about that after this short break. Well, Brad, we're nearing the end of yet another episode of my Big Gay Podcast. But before we do, I just... (laughs) Talking about, like, back in the day, I used to gym quite a bit. Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, so... At my gym that I went to, I um, I got into a really good habit of going roughly five to six times a week. And I will tell you pourquoi. It was because I actually really do, I genuinely do enjoy the workout 100%. It's like freedom, it's space, it cleanses my mind. Uh-huh. But also because the showers. I knew it, I knew it. <sighs> open... <laughs> You know, showers. And they've got a little vise in between. But apparently, and it's actually, it's online, you can Google it. The end of the showers is like a popular cruising area. Okay. Is that like for that specific gym or like most gyms? I think a lot of gyms have it, but I know that this one was specifically. 
Um, and yeah, so obviously I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed my workout because I knew in the showers I could get another workout. <laughs> Do you know, I can just imagine end shower for you guys like having a little bit of a fondle and then you poke around like, all right, guys, can I join in? <laughs> okay, so do you remember on that episode where I said I'm really insecure about my voice? And you know when I said, and when you come out and do impressions of my voice and you whack it up about six octaves? <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I was actually doing your voice, it would be of a posh accent. So it'd be more like, all right, guys, it's me, Benji. Could I come in for a little play? <laughs> God, you really have no talent at all, do you? Look, that was high pitched and posh. I've given you two skills right there. You have no skills. <laughs> you play a big game with your mouth. <laughs> and then in the bedroom, you're appalling. <laughs> <laughs> so did you enjoy the showers is what we're, we're saying? Yeah, 100%. I, would, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening be like, yeah, definitely stuff happens in the showers of my gym. It's a thing. I love you said to your friends like, oh, um, I've been going to the gym like five, six times a week. And they're like, oh, really? <laughs> Don't look any different. Like, no, I'm not going to work out. I'm just going in the showers. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's great. Hopping in, in, in from shower booth to shower booth to shower booth. <laughs> Whipping each other with the towels. Very homoerotic. I can imagine. Yeah. It's good times. Good times. So do you think you're going to get any, any more Botox done? <sighs> well, it is on my mind. Um, so see how it goes because I was doing a bit of research and I did find this news story online that I thought you might find interesting actually so you're not going to believe this there was this woman who injected her eight year old daughter with Botox for beauty pageants oh my god now obviously she's been arrested and has lost custody but the child didn't look surprised (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that is all we have time for on this week's episode of My Big Game Podcast with me, Benji, and him, the horrific joke teller, Brad. Um, if you do want to write into us, and please do, about any of your body image questions or problems that you may have had, you can on Instagram, which is at Big Gay Podcast, or you can send us a message through the website, which is www.mybiggaypodcast.com. And if you did fancy supporting our podcast, then you can do so via our website online and purchase one of our little mugs so that you can be sipping the tea with Benji and Brad every Wednesday when our new episode drops. Absolutely. But like I said, that is all we have time for in this week's episode. Until next time, see, see you, you next Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh my God, Brad, have you heard the rumour? Oh, what now? Apparently, Gemma Collins, the GC, will be starring in Chicago later this year. (laughs) Chicago the musical. My favourite thing about the news article is it doesn't say who she's going to be playing. (laughs) And everyone thinks, obviously, it's going to be... The name on everybody's lips is going to be... Gemma, you silly... My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, 
Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard, and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep my Big Gay podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month, and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate, we're trying to thank our following, not send them running. (laughs) 